station, but we're here for a real education. Welcome to A Real Education. I am one of your hosts, Tim Wick. I'm joined by my co-host, Melissa Kersher. Hi! And our protege, our young... <laughs> our young pig. Our young Padawan. <laughs> yes. And co-host, Jen, Jenny Young. Hi! This week, we are doing a tribute to <clears throat> Ray Harryhausen. Yay! Yay! And I don't know when this is going to air, but Ray Harryhausen passed away about a week ago. Oh. About two weeks ago. About two weeks ago. And so we decided that the next movie we were going to watch had to be a Ray Harryhausen film. Mm-hmm. Because I don't believe, Jenna, you have seen any Ray Harryhausen films. Is that correct? Not that I'm aware of, no. Not that you're aware of. So tell us, Jenna, what do you know about Ray Harryhausen? Um, I don't, actually. I know. I'm very bad. Okay, I'm very bad with people overall, like names. Okay. So it's possible that I know things about the individual, but just don't connect it with the name. Okay. Even though people were talking about it two weeks ago. Yes. Just. Honestly, when the two of you talk, sometimes like I get distracted because I don't know what you guys are talking about, <laughs> and my brain just kind of goes elsewhere. So. So so it's kind of like us talking, and to you, it sounds like the parents from Peanuts. Exactly. So, Melissa, why don't you tell tell Jenna a little bit about Ray Harryhausen? Well, Ray Harryhausen was a legendary special effects artist. Okay. And he specialized in stop-motion animation. So, it, you know, you you take a photo of a model of a creature, yeah. and then you move it a, a millimeter, and then you take another photo, and you move yeah. it, and, you, you know, that, that sort of thing. That's Ray Harryhausen's wheelhouse. Okay. It, it was... That's pretty much what he's known for. He started working um, kind of in the era just after King Kong, the 1933 King Kong. And if I remember right, he was, he actually was a kind of a protege on Mighty Joe Young. I, yeah, we'll have to look that uh, up. Yeah, we'll have to look but that up. But think he, that, I think he, he did have something to do with Mighty yeah, Joe he, Young. Yeah, he'd been in the business for a long, long time, you know, okay. after he passed away. I mean, he... Um, so what we're watching yeah. today... Yeah is what's considered to be one of the better examples of his work, which is The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. Yes. And we may also, before we come back, we might actually toss a couple other Harryhausen gems at, uh, at Jenna, and we'll talk about all of that. I also have a story about meeting Ray Harryhausen. Ooh. I have met Ray Harryhausen, so that will be an exciting, exciting <laughs> carrot for you folks out there in listener land to come back. And we're going to go watch the movie. And hey. we will reach. Oh, yeah, did you have something? I said I, I have a very short Ray Harryhausen story, too. We both have Ray Harryhausen Yay. stories. Guess who doesn't? Jenna does not. Jenna I does not. not. We'll I'm be not. back <laughs> in a few. Oh, Bernard Herman, you lovely bitch. And we are back, having just finished watch the seventh, watching the seventh voyage of Sinbad, and also as a, what, what do we call it, an aperitif? An <laughs> aperitif. An aperitif, we watched the skeleton battle from Jason and the Argonauts. <laughs> Which ever since the Lord and the Lord of the Rings came out, I always called Jason and the Argonaut because I just because <laughs> they just yeah. yeah. I, I I call Jason and the Argonauts the prequel to uh, Clash of the Titans. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, it kind of is. Yeah. 
Because it's kind of that vague Greek Roman thing with the pantheon of gods and you know. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. And there's Harryhausen. Then yeah, Ray Harryhausen <laughs> doing his thing, his his amazing thing. So, yes. Jenna. Yes. <clears throat> That's me. Your first Ray Harryhausen movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, I like. Okay, so I'm watching the dragon, and I, what I liked about that scene was that. Uh, as the dragon is like snapping and stuff, like his stomach is moving in and out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so you can see him like take breaths and stuff. Now, unfortunately, they didn't match up like the the sounds and the snapping. So there are times where the dragon was making noise and breathing in at the same time. I don't know. Maybe a dragon system is different. Yeah. Well, that's the that you got to blame the foley artist. Yeah, for that. that's, that's bad foley. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, really, the ADR kind of sucked on this too. <laughs> there was oh, God. the dragon. The the dialogue didn't really match up all and the time. Yeah. And yeah, it was. There it was are a couple of funky. scenes where it felt like it just cut right into the next, like like right on top of itself, where a nice little pause would have been handy. To mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, hey, okay, we're going there now. Yeah, there, there. You know, I think. Uh, in a lot of cases, the Ray Harryhausen work is by far the best part of the movie mm-hmm. that that you're watching. Um, it, it's it's almost almost too bad. I mean, the movies are fun. Jason and the Argonauts and Clash of the Titans and and, and the Sinbad movies they're fun. They're not mm-hmm. they're not great movies, but. Harryhausen's effects are great. Yeah. Mm. So most of those movies are like, all right, and then we have this set piece, and then we have this meager part of plot to get us to this next set piece, and (laughs) and then this happens, and then this happens, and that's about the extent of the script, really. Yeah. But you know what? That's you're kind of watching these things just for the wonder of it all, and 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 really, the the real star of these movies is Harryhausen's special effects. Yeah. Yeah, and. Fantasy films, we're going to have a purring cat right in front of the microphone. I'll take care of the purring cat. <laughs> Fantasy films have been notoriously difficult to make mm-hmm. until the age of, of computer-generated imagery. And Harryhausen was about the only person really providing the kind of special effects that could make a fantasy film good. Fantastical. Fantastical. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, and there were other people doing stop motion animation, but but really, when you see a Harryhausen film, you know that you can see the difference. He really yeah, was. There, there's something really flesh and blood about the creatures that he creates. I mean, I mean, you were Jenna, you were talking about the breathing. You know, the dragon yeah. was breathing as well as moving around, and there there's a certain vitality and emotion to the creatures that come from Harryhausen. Yeah, That's right just after the way it is. right after Harryhausen died, I watched a documentary called Sci-Fi Boys, mm-hmm. which is available on Netflix streaming. So those Ooh. of you that, that are streaming should watch it. It's not very long. It's about a lot of the pioneers of science fiction, including Harryhausen, also Forrest Ack, Forrest Ackerman, uh, and and other folks like that. And uh, it's really interesting because they ask Harryhausen, or Harryhausen is talking about. Somebody asking him how he created his monsters, and his answer was something to the effect of, "He never created monsters; mm-hmm. he created animals." Yeah. Nice. And so they always had to function first as, as the animal that they were supposed to be, mm-hmm. and not as a monster. Mm-hmm. And and you can really see because you can, you know, when you think of it that way, like the dragon is a great example. We all kind of felt bad for the dragon because you know when it comes right down to it. It's just this giant lizard that somebody's keeping chained up in his basement. Right. 
you know, and then he gets shot with a great big crossbow bolt, and that's not really fair. He's just Some doing poor guys probably in the wrong doing place, the wrong time. He's probably going and attacking those people because he knows his master is going to give him food later, and it's yeah. just yeah. yeah. And, and and you know the the baby giant rock, you know, yes, the the the, the baby chick yeah. with two heads, you know, that unceremoniously gets stabbed and yeah, you know, it's cooked. really it's it's sad, and he. he he allows you to empathize with with the creatures that he creates, mm-hmm. and that's that's pretty cool. So, let's see. You and I both have Ray Harryhausen stories, Melissa. Yeah, my mine's shorter. I uh, I saw Harryhausen speak at uh, San Diego Comic Con several years ago. I want to say it was probably almost ten years ago now, and he was talking about King Kong, at, and. You know, after the panel, I went out onto the dealer's floor of San Diego Comic Con, which is, for people who haven't been there, it's about the size of an, uh, the deck of an aircraft carrier. It's immense, and you can a find gigantic it. aircraft carrier, gigantic, not a World War II aircraft carrier, yeah, a modern yeah. aircraft carrier. I've it's never huge. seen an aircraft carrier. You can so. you can find anything <laughs> in this dealer room. I once okay. found a replica of the Beetle typewriter from Naked Lunch in this <laughs> wow. in this room. <laughs> And I didn't buy it, and I continue to kick myself for that. But anyway, that, that's tangential. Anyway, I, I'm in the dealer room after this uh, this wonderful panel with Ray Harryhausen talking about King Kong, and I'm at I think it was the Lucasfilm booth, but it you know one of the great big booths on the floor, and they had a bunch of maquettes. Like life maquettes and life size statues of Ooh. various things, and one of the life size statues that they had just for decoration hanging out looking cool was a replica of the Medusa from Clash of the Titans. Uh, the Clash of the Titans Medusa is something awesome. Yeah, and I'm I'm you know a couple yards away from it. I'm looking at it, and around the corner comes Ray Harryhausen. And he's kind of moving a little slow, and he he pauses by the statue, and he he looks up at it. And he nods and he smiles a little bit to himself. And he starts to walk on. And I'm like, holy fuck! And I'm like trying to find my camera. And I, uh, I, I didn't snap uh, it in time. But, it, you know, it was just so it was just a moment of Harry Osen looking at something he created, blown up to actual life size, and just going, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. was me. <laughs> yeah, my story, I'll make it short. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm not starstruck by people. I've met too many people that are quote-unquote famous. Sure. And they're just people. They're cool. They're mm-hmm. awesome. And mm-hmm. and I feel like you waste time getting to know somebody if you spend your time totally nerding out over them. Sure. Um, so we were at the San Diego Comic... It was my first time at the San Diego mm-hmm. Comic-Con. And I know that Melissa... I was there with Melissa and Chris, mm-hmm. uh, Melissa's boyfriend at the time. And we're just standing there talking, and, and, and there are famous people everywhere mm-hmm. at the San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> it, it really is kind of weird. Yeah. Kind of weird. And you get jaded after four days. It's like, oh, fuck, it's Lou Ferrigno again. You know? Yeah. It's just, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I've uh, seen him before. So, but, yeah. So, I'm talking to Chris, and I turn over to this booth, and I don't remember what booth it was. But it's empty. There's nobody there. And there's a guy sitting at the autograph table. And I look at the guy's nameplate. And I look at Chris and I'm going, is that really Ray fucking Harryhausen sitting over there? And Chris is like, yep. 
because you know he's been there before. He totally, <laughs> yeah, he totally knows the Whatever. knows the, no the score. Yeah. So he just kind of smiles. He's like, "Yep," and I'm like, "He's sitting over there all alone. Nobody's asking Ray fucking Harryhausen for his autograph." And Chris is like, "No." I'm like, "I'm gonna go ask Ray Harryhausen for his autograph." And I'm not the kind of guy that asks for autographs. Sure. I, I'm just not. So I had I had no autograph book. I had nothing. I had a bunch of brochures that I picked up at other booths that I basically had to go up and say, you know, Mr. Harryhausen. And, of course, for the first time talking to a famous person, I was completely tongue-tied. <laughs> and I couldn't think of it. It was like, hi, Mr. Harryhausen. I think you're really great. Will you please sign this piece of paper I just found on your table? <laughs> and then I couldn't say anything. And he's all alone. And I, I just, you know, I could have been talking to Ray Harryhausen for for a half an hour, for an hour about sure. what he did because nobody was there mm-hmm. and who knows when somebody was going to come up and uh, I didn't and that's, that's you know, my regret and the thing is that I didn't really want his autograph I don't, autographs are, you know, they're fine but uh, I was really just I, I just wanted to talk to Ray Harryhausen, and then I didn't. So that was Aww. the only time I've ever been really starstruck. I could not talk to the guy because he's just so awesome, and, and that's 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 my sad tale of woe. <laughs> so Melissa missed out on a picture, and I missed out on yes, we totally missed out. Yeah, we failed at Harry. We failed at Ray Harryhausen. <laughs> um, at least you both had the opportunities to fail. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You didn't even know who he was. If you'd seen him, if you'd been at San Diego Comic Con and seen him sitting at a table, you wouldn't even know what you were missing. Well, I suppose in some ways that might be better. (laughs) You would now. Yeah, I know. I would now. So now uh, you were looking at uh, like doing some trivia, some rate. Harry Housen career review information? Well, yeah. Uh, what I had said earlier about uh, Mighty Joe Young, yes, he was a technician on Mighty Joe Young, and I think that was, that's his first main work in the uh, mm-hmm. movie industry, and, and uh, he just went on from there. Mighty Joe Young, I want to say, was early 1940s, if I remember right. And, but, you know, uh, after that, it was off to the races. And, um, yeah, he just did... A whole series of movies through the 50s, 60s, and up through the 70s. You know, things like uh, 20 Million Miles to Earth and um, Earth versus the Flying Saucers, where he did the the UFO effects, and you know, of course, the Sinbad movies, and you know, in the 80s, Clash of the Titans, which is near and dear to my heart because I saw it a bunch of times in the theater when I was a kid. Yeah, and boy. If you want to really understand what Harryhausen did, mm-hmm. watch Clash of the Titans, the Harry ha- the version with Harryhausen effects, mm-hmm. and then watch the newer version of Clash of the Titans, yeah. which is horrible. And the effects are technically better, mm-hmm. but there is no life to those creatures mm-hmm. the way they're that Harryhausen just managed to really bring them alive. Um, with his with his work, yeah, and you can you can make creatures come alive with computer generated imagery. You absolutely can, but but it's very clear that the people that they had working on that film, you know, from very many aspects, were not artists. Right. The way Harryhausen was an artist. Yeah, and they were technicians and not artists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not not to diss on technicians or anything, but you know, there, ah. there's a certain je ne sais quoi, you know, <laughs> to bringing something alive on screen. Mm-hmm. And and 
and Harryhausen did that. Everything he touched was kind of imbued with uh, something that was un- unmistakably him. Mm-hmm. And and the special effects artists that are working today, you can tell that there are some of them that are clearly influenced by him. If you look at, well, I, I don't know, a good example is probably like the cave troll and Fellowship of the Ring mm-hmm. seems to have a real personality to it. Mm-hmm. It's not just a... I mean, it is just a computer-generated effect, but there seems to be more to it than that. Um, well, yeah, I mean, that that's a Weta effect, and all the boys at Weta, you know, kind of grew up with this passion for King Kong. Sure. And, and the, you know, they... You know, between Richard Taylor and Peter Jackson and the people they hire, they there is this passion for creating a monster that has kind of a real substance to it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And yeah, Peter Jackson's actually one of the people that they interview pretty extensively in the the Sci-Fi Boys movie that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. So he's a and he was a huge well, obviously since he remade King Kong, he's a huge King Kong yeah. nerd. Um, <laughs> And also a big, big Harryhausen fan. So you can tell that that, that probably influenced some of his creature creation. Oh, totally. Uh, in in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, um, I think I think it should also be said that um, a lot of these uh, set pieces you see in Harryhausen blessed films took months and months of work to do for just a couple minutes of screen time, like the. Uh, the skeleton battle that we just saw in Jason and the Argonauts, with you know seven skeletons going after three live-action guys, uh, took four months of animation. Just that scene, and it's three minutes long. Yeah, but it's way better than the skeleton fight with Sinbad. So I agree. <laughs> I mean, it's five years later. They go, all right, let's one up ourselves like a yeah. lot. Like that's not one up. That's seven up. Yeah, that's seven ah. up, man. <laughs> um, seven skeletons as opposed to one, but yeah. I got it. Yeah, I yeah. got that. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, it's funnier if I explain the joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think the, the other comedy, the kind of unsung hero of uh, of uh, both uh, Seven Voyage of Sinbad and Golden Voyage of Sinbad, and also Jason and the Argonauts. Um, Bernard Herrmann, who did the score oh, yeah. for all of them. God, I'm super uh, excited to big, learn how to play big, this song. Big, firm, bombastic 50 Yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. Now, I was reading in trivia about Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, which is the first of the Sinbad movies. I believe it was actually Harryhausen who was courting um, various composers to do the film, and Bernard Herrmann was not his first choice. He was originally after Miklos Rosa, who was also amazing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, the the Herrmann score turned out very well for Sinbad, and, you know, which is why mm. Herrmann stayed on for the other projects. Though Miklos Rosa, if I remember right, did uh, Sinbad in the Eye of the Tiger, which is the third uh, Sinbad film. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that it is the Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. You, you never knew it was Miklos Rosa, did no, you? I, I, thought, no I thought it was Survivor, but it's not. It's Miklos Rosa. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I, I don't, you know, I think I was looking to see if there was any Ray Harryhausen stuff streaming, and there really isn't, which is yeah. is too bad that, that you can't find find that, at least not not on Netflix. Yeah, you'd think kids would just gobble that stuff up. Although, you know, it, I've, 
I think kids stuff, like the really high end kids films, are actually a little bit harder to find on streaming. Hmm. Yeah, because why would you want kids to watch watch that sort of yeah watch that sort of stuff? Hmm. Um, but you know, I can't. I think just about any film with Harryhausen animation is worth it. Oh yeah, totally. You know, even though in many cases the movies themselves are eh. Yeah. The Harryhausen effects are always just spectacular. The guy, the guy did terrific work, and uh, it, he will. While he had not worked in the industry for many years, mm-hmm. uh, he will be missed by those of us who are fans of of. Missed movies. by special effects nerds everywhere. Special oh, yes. effects nerds everywhere. <laughs> yes. Just like us. Yay. Does anybody have any final observations about the seventh voyage of Sinbad or Ray Harryhausen? Jenna. Uh, why are you starting with me? Oh my god. <laughs> um, pressure. Pressure. Uh, god, I can't handle it. Um, I like epic tales. I like tales where where it's like I uh, yes, there's some relationship there, but most of this is just about. Um, the, 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 the traveling and the, the, the actions of things happening. And there's yes. something fun about not worrying about the rest of the like character development or anything like that. Just being able to be along for the ride. Yeah, it's, it's feather light. <laughs> it yes. really is. It's a very light movie. It is a popcorn film mm-hmm. in, in the best sense of the word. Oh, I need popcorn. Mm, popcorn. Uh, maybe the next time we watch a movie we'll have to pop popcorn. Yes. Ooh, good call. Man, I'm so old. <laughs> How have we done this many without having popcorn? Oh. One last bit of trivia that I looked up. Uh, Seventh Voyage of Sinbad had the first stop motion animation that was filmed entirely in color. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. That is good to know. I don't know <laughs> that, what I'll, That's what I got, man. I don't know what I'll do with that, but it's good to know. I'll so, say uh, um, Sinbad in the Eye of the Tiger, which is the, thir- the third film, is dun, dun, dun. Um, is absolutely atrocious, but it does have a Doctor Who in it. Ooh, uh, <laughs> like that. Which one? Uh, it has Tom Baker. If I remember. ah Tom nice. Baker. Yeah. I, I think go. that's the one with Tom Baker in it. Yeah. Um, is the 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 crystal ball um, that the magician has? Is that the same one from the Wizard of Oz? I no, it's too small. It looks yeah. very it's too simple. small. The it's Wicked Witch of the West had a big effing crystal ball. Yeah, she totally yeah. did. She's you know, so she could really do that hand thing. She could, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and she had minions that had flesh on their bones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She did. So uh, well I think that's that's it for now. The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad or any other Ray Harryhausen movie, we strongly recommend yes. that you see them. <laughs> and uh, and it, it will do it will be a fine homage to the great Ray Harryhausen, who is no longer with us, except in our minds and on the screen, and our hearts, Aww. and our hearts. Go gum, go gum, go gum, <laughs> and our skeletal system, <laughs> and our and our skeletal system <laughs> that at some point could be risen Very to hold bones. swords and shields. Yes, yes, and kill Argonauts. Yes, excellent. So. Thanks for listening. We will catch you next time on A Real Education. Cue theme music. We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Real Education.
We hope you can join us on September 9th when we record our next episode live at Pepito's Parkway Theater in Minneapolis. We'll be watching Breakfast at Tiffany's.